0: Hello and welcome to this week's Man on the Post, Uh, I'm your host Chris and with me this week I have got uh, Ryan. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Yourself? Very good, thank you very much. You had a good week?
1: Yeah, it's been good actually, but quite busy, but you know, it's always the way. You are, you're you're busy with your IT, aren't you? Yeah, I'm a busy man these days, everyone comes to me me with their problems. You're a mover and a shaker, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. well, probably just more of a shaker than a mover, but you know. (laughs)
0: uh and with us all the way
1: from new york
0: we have got jesse
2: hi guys how are you i'm good it sounds like ryan is a is an it therapist if everyone comes to him with their problems oh yeah
1: well i normally right, just you, i just you sit down and, and like ask something. people how
2: they're feeling about their computers <laughs>
1: <laughs> no someone comes up to me and they're like my my printer's not working and i and i do that the it crowd thing i saying have you turned it off and on again and they go no and i'm like try that and come back in five minutes and then do
2: you judge them now?
1: yeah you
2: roll
1: your eyes a little I've been there almost three years they should know by now that my response is going to be because I'll go over to someone and they'll be like shall I turn it off and on again I'm like have you not done that already and they're like no I'm like okay yeah,
2: Do you it? want to try it your company.
1: I don't think you I'm going to want to talk to, to you. be around <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't possibly comment on that <laughs> well that's where you're supposed to be oh no Ryan you're talking rubbish but thanks, <laughs> for, that. thanks for the vote of confidence <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, okay, there's Ryan there, cross between uh, sort of Billhouse and uh, Lucy from Peanuts.
1: Was it
2: Lucy who's the therapist as well? Yeah, Lucy's the sister.
0: No, it wasn't Lucy, was it? It was the dark-haired girl. What was her name? That's Lucy. Lucy, yes. It yeah. Sally was his sister, wasn't it?
2: Oh right, no. But is not Lucy Charlie Brown's sister? No, that was Sally. Wait a second.
0: Lucy had the dark hair. She was uh, Linus's sister.
2: You know you're going to hear me Google now.
0: Tap, tap, Lucy. This, is, this is a
1: great football podcast.
2: Charlie, well, they do play football, but it's the wrong football.
0: They play baseball, don't they?
2: I feel like they play football.
1: Charlie Brown tries to kick the football, doesn't he? And then it gets taken away from him or something. Like oh, it. yeah. Yes. And
0: he plays yeah. baseball and then he sort of goes flying through the air, doesn't he? Yeah.
2: Okay, you are absolutely correct. Lucy is Linus's older sister. And she has a crush on Schroeder and Sally is Charlie Brown's younger sister who has a crush on Linus.
0: That's right.
2: Look at the world going round and round.
0: Schroeder is the piano player. Yes. That's right. I am not your sweet baboo.
2: Remember Linus and his blankie. Aww. You grown out of yours yet, Ryan?
1: <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Maybe another six months.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got to give it up post-wedding. Ah. Oh. Which is getting it's closer? Too, too
1: difficult. Getting... Or
2: you could—that could be like you know the ring bearer could could have the rings on the blanket instead of the pillow.
1: That's a good idea. Uh, oh fair. yeah, I yeah. Have
2: those time to time, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll pass that on. It's getting closer, right? Yeah, very close. Day by day. Yeah, <laughs> counting them down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well we're going to be talking about the football that happened this week in the Premier League uh, and looking forward to the games that happened this weekend uh, and other bits and bobs and issues that have come up as well So, uh, I'd say logically enough the biggest game of the um, week was probably Manchester Derby Manchester City nil, Manchester United nil. Um I've watched the highlights from this and it appears to be... Uh, were there highlights? Oh, I was, I was, that was going to be my question, actually, yeah, I was, uh... <laughs> Well, it appears yeah, there bit... was there was one there was one in particular. Was,
2: are you going to talk about Fellaini? <laughs> was that a highlight for
1: everyone?
0: Yeah. Yes. Uh, it seemed to be Manchester City and Sergio Aguero, the big bad wolves knocking on the door, and um, they just couldn't get let in, could they? He hit the post. Raheem Sterling went close a couple of times. They, they um, I think, he had nine shots in the end, didn't he? Which is the most anyone's had without scoring, or the most he's ever had without scoring. And Gary Jesus had a goal a disallowed
2: game, though. This was like, you know, the first half was something like nine shots for City to one for United, and I think had you taken Rashford out of the equation, it, it, that shot would have would have been non-existent.
0: Uh, yes, they had 30.8% possession, Manchester United did, which is the lowest since Optus started compiling stats back in
1: 2003-04, um, which is a long time ago, isn't it? I mean, what's fantastic is with that is uh, last week uh, probably probably was last week with Mourinho. He would have said, "Oh, about Chelsea, they don't play real football. Mm. They're too defensive." And it just it just shows, really, doesn't it? That he he brought that style in. Yeah, it's, the, the, it's, it's difficult for him to be like, "Oh well, you know, nineteenth century football."
2: The, yeah. I don't think either team though was at their best. This wasn't. I, you guys can disagree, but. Manchester City was not stellar. I think had they been playing against a team that was actually that would that were shooting more or capable of maintaining a little bit more possession, they would have been challenged a little bit more. But Agüero, you know, definitely was not finishing well. I think that Fernandinho was so stompy, um, that is a technical term for somebody who fouls a lot, a word I've just invented. Um, and and they were just not sharp. I don't know if anybody wants to like invent a stat on how many completed passes they had, but th- this was not a Manchester City team that was like super impressive.
0: It's not their sort of zip and vim and vigor they've got normally, is it?
2: No, they did not have any of those three things.
0: <laughs> I do think the next season they're going to be a fronting prospect. Gabby Jesus fit, who had that goal disallowed. Aguero if he stays, you've got De Bruyne, Sterling, Sane, and of course you've got um, Marlos Moreno next season as well, haven't you?
2: Mm. Yeah, but what are you going to do in the back? Are you going to send Bravo off to pasture? Like, what are you going? What are they going to do? They take, to go it, take him out <laughs> back
1: and shoot him in the head or something. <laughs> I mean, Put him out to the stud.
2: Like, what is going to happen? Because I don't know if he was only like, did we all think he was great because he had Barcelona in front of him? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Apparently so.
0: Yeah, it appears like that, doesn't it? Um, he needs to rebuild
1: that entire defense. Really, I think they need a solid central mm. midfielder as well. I mean, Fanadini just doesn't seem at it for me.
2: He is not impressing.
1: He's had a lot of like yellow cards and red cards this season as well. Yeah, He's always and a lot weeks. of
2: near misses. I mean, there were there were a couple times in this derby that really could have could have been yellowish.
1: And I've heard from a Manchester United fan. The Otamendi should have been off but I've not seen that highlight apparently he like closed by and fresh
2: Otamendi off I mean I I, don't, I would never have a problem with sending Otamendi off really <laughs> um, but listen Otamendi and Zabaleta are I, I don't think are the ever the sharpest or the best tacklers and I think there's always a question when they go in how about how I don't think it's malicious I think it's just not clean um Zabaleta's 109 years old at this point so I I think what you're getting is just lack of pace with him but I think with this Manchester City like you know Vincent Company is only 31 and that, is, that was shocking when I read that because he's been around for such a long time but also he, he is you know like the injuries are piling up and he's really not delivering yeah I didn't want to say that because I like him but They've got a couple of players that I think they have to figure out what they're going to do. I and think, I think Otamendi and Sabaleta and company are like at the front of that.
0: Well, there's an awful lot of them as well. You can talk about Delphi, Fernandinho, Yaya Torre as well. So you've got the midfield and the central defence you've got to sort out as well there, haven't you? Um,
1: Twenty-four games flopped, doesn't he? So it's sort of difficult to sort of see where they go from there with their defence.
0: It's only one season, I suppose, if you have mm. been kind to him. Yeah. Not that you are. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 24 games unbeaten from Manchester United. So, City are... Well, Liverpool are still in this as well. So, Liverpool are third on 66. And then... Uh, I can't read. Is it point behind, isn't it? Manchester City and the last Champions League place. Then, Manchester United are on 60 points in fifth place. So, 24 games unbeaten from Manchester United. Um, City end the season away at Borough this weekend and then home to Palace Leicester Watf- uh, West Bromwich Albion and away at Watford uh, Manchester United a bit harder running they've got Swansea at home then Arsenal Spurs and Southampton away for finishing with Palace at home hmm. they draw a lot but they don't lose United whereas City you're not quite sure are you yeah,
1: it's a tough one yeah and
2: United, United have those players that are capable of I just I think Rashford is so great, and Under Herrera, sort of this, like under uh, when he's good, he's really good.
0: Yeah, he had that header last night as well, didn't he?
2: Yeah, I mean, he's um, there's something there that I think on a different team he'd really be a star.
1: Yeah, I think that that's definitely. I mean, I saw some people comparing him to Kante and saying that he was he's been better than Kante this season, which that I think yeah, is a bit last those football, people
2: but, maybe need to like you know check their bias.
1: It, I think he <laughs> is a very very good player. <laughs>
2: those he's people a, he, are sitting there in Manchester United well, like jerseys and socks yeah. and you know tattoos.
1: He, he is a very good player. but I think he, he's very uh, he, he's not consistent enough. Anyway, apart from all that, all we really want to talk about is Marouane Flaney
0: don't we? Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Two yellow cards in 19 seconds.
2: Oh, you guys. So I have a, one of my two-year-olds in my preschool class. A lot. He, he, when he gets angry, he clenches his fists and he says, I'm very, very frustrated. Is it on and the foot? I like, yeah. I feel like Fellaini <laughs> had that moment. Like he just, he should have, he should have talked about his feelings and he, he needed, um, he just needed to tell Martin Atkinson that he was very, very frustrated. <laughs> Cause this was just, this was really ridiculous
0: he wanted to kill the wabbit
2: <laughs> with his big
0: big <laughs> Uh well Jose Mourinho said that he came up against a very experienced and smart Argentinian player
2: um
1: Messi <laughs> <laughs> Aguero is obviously he's bought it really but at the same time Fellaini's given the referee a decision to make yeah if he doesn't put his head in then there's no decision well, yeah. yeah, exactly. And then he has to Why be led up they always his... use
2: their heads. Well, they don't use their heads, because they use their heads. It was so dumb. Yeah. You know what's gonna happen.
0: He has and been he's led done for...
2: this before.
0: Oh, loads of times.
1: He is a like, walking car.
2: Why hasn't anybody helped him out with <clears throat> this?
1: I don't know. He's just a, a calamity in all places, really. But it's still quite a lull to watch though. Oh yeah. <laughs> We've always said that we like a good bit of shit and there was quite a lot of it this week, actually. <laughs> well, um, I'm, we'll come on to some more later, but like this was this was pretty good. We'll come on to some more in a bit. Well, Manchester United next,
0: they're at home to Swansea. Um, obviously, Flayne is suspended. Fosser, Mensah, and Jones are injured. Um, Swansea won on two out of their last four visits to Old Trafford. Rooney could be back playing in McField. Uh, he's got two goals and four assists in six Premier League games versus Swansea. Um... Swansea, oh, two points from safety. Um, can anyone see a sneaky draw in this for them?
2: Oh, I'd love that.
1: Oh, I would as well. I'd yeah. love, everyone <laughs> would love Swansea to win. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, let's do it. A Go little, on. Uh, you know, springtime miracle.
0: Well, I want Hull to stay up, so I'll hope for a draw.
2: Oh, I want Hull to stay up. Would, would, do we need a draw for that?
0: Uh, we do, ideally, yeah, and then Hull to win.
2: Okay, so. So let's let's make it really exciting. To go two two.
0: Okay, uh, yeah. Ma- Manchester City are away at Middlesbrough. Ryan, do you remember what happened when they last played um, a Premier League game with the Riverside these two? No, ah. uh, it was the last game of. Um, or it, was the, it was the last game before uh, the um, Sheikh Mansour came along, Ooh. It, and it was eight one to. Uh, Middlesbrough in sven and <gasps> Eriksson's last game.
2: That should happen Dude.
0: again. Oh, it
1: should do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Middlesbrough, who have barely scored anything this season, to but score they won. Eight goals. They won
2: this time, so it'll be eight-one again.
1: Yeah. yeah, they did.
0: They beat the um, <laughs> they beat the woman protectors uh, threateners in midweek, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> they beat with thanks to Martin Deroo'n goal. Uh, I think the goal was about the only thing that actually happened. So um there's six points from safety with four games left and their running is uh they've got this home game in city and then they're away at uh chelsea home to southampton and away at liverpool so oh god, uh, yeah they have
1: got oh well, they've got a win on the final day then haven't they that's just mean so well it's just just based on experience with liverpool and teams at the bottom of the table <laughs>
0: Uh, and that list this was all you will hear from Ryan for the rest of the evening <laughs> <laughs> he's gone <It's> <laughs> <muted>. <laughs> uh, yeah got the Middlesbrough then so they're 27 points they're 6 points from safety um, Hull's next well Hull, Hull have got 4 games left they got Southampton at home uh, Southampton away Sunderland at home Palace away Spurs at home last game of the season they um, don't do
2: well against bottom of the table teams either
0: no And they've got home game Against Sunderland That's the game That you'd really want Isn't it
2: Yeah that's the one They can win 8-1 Yeah mm.
0: uh, And then Swansea Got a bit of a tough Couple of games They're away at Manchester United They're home to Everton Then Sunderland And then finish off At home to West Brom So I'm going to Stick my neck out And say maybe Swansea Are safe Because they've got Three home games And Hull Do struggle away Don't they Yeah
2: yeah. Although, having yeah. said
0: that, if these two teams put a bit of a run together, are Burnley and Leicester safe?
2: Swansea are on
1: Leicester's 31. Leicester's going to be safe, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Leicester. Surely Leicester's safe by now, aren't they? Uh, the amount of results they've picked up
0: recently. Well, Swansea are on 31 points in the last relegation. I know
2: mathematically that's possible, but I, I think they're safe.
1: Yeah. A
0: win this weekend for Swansea means they're only three points
1: behind Leicester.
2: Hmm.
1: Okay. I mean, I'd like Swansea and Hull to stay up. Hmm. I think they've both made... I mean, Swansea made a questionable decision with Bob Bradley, and, and how long they left it, or whatever. But I think both Swansea and Hull have both got two managers that they can stick with, and I think that, that's a good. Time. Marco Silva's done great things for Hull, and I think Clement's done good things for Swansea. So it'd be good to see both of them stay up.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: And
2: I would be sad for Middlesbrough having you know just just one season and, and two wins, <laughs> but I think I think mathematically and with the I don't think that so run that. of games that you just yeah it's not possible.
0: Well, they tried so long to come up, didn't they? They they were so near and yet so far for so many years. Yeah,
2: and the end of their season last season was so good. I mean, they were just phenomenal.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of phenomenal,
1: Ryan, Chelsea 4, Southampton 2. Cracking game. Oh, cost the second goal. So good. I watched it quite a few times on replay just because the passing was just so incredible. Did you
2: think you were going to win, Ryan? Were you surprised?
1: Um... (sighs) A little bit. I, when, when they scored the first quite early on, I thought, this is a good sign. And then Southampton equalised, and I thought, it's going to be one of these, isn't it? Where, you know, exactly the same at, at the weekend, where we're going to keep screwing, we're going to keep conceding. But if we haven't scored just before half time, I think it would have been very, very nervy. I'm sure Conte gave them a good kick in at half time, but mm-hmm. it was a tense one. I didn't think we were going to win until until we scored the third, and then I, I thought we'd be alright
0: they did push on a bit in that second half didn't they
1: yeah I think when Costa scored I think there was a bit of relief not only for Costa in general because he's been on a bit of a barren run I think him scoring gave everyone else a bit more sort of hope that we were going to just carry on and be alright
0: well no clean sheets in 11 Premier League games for you you're four points ahead of um, Spurs
1: is it in the bag not in the bag Uh, I think this you know everyone said everything about last weekend and and, and these couple of games because they were both sort of you know, tricky games, um, this weekend's gonna be the, the decider, I think. If, if we beat, um, Everton. who have we got again? Everton. Everton yes, yeah. Yeah. So if we, that's gonna be a tough one, but, you know, Tottenham's game's tougher, and I think with Arsenal winning in the FA Cup as well, it, it's gonna, if Tottenham lose, it's in the Shut bag. Up. No, if, if, if. <laughs> <laughs>
0: if. Well, look, Eden Hazard has got to 15 goals this season. It's his best return in the Premier League era. Cesc Fabregas has got his 103rd assist. Uh, that makes him second highest assist maker in the Premier League ever behind. Do, do, do. Anybody?
1: Ryan Giggs. Oh, did you know that? I did. I saw the start the other day. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake. Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um I should deliberate
1: over that more. She's been like, oh, okay, yeah. it could be, could
0: be this one. Could, it could be Ryan Giggs, Chris, couldn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, you do struggle um, away at Everton, don't you? You've lost five out like, of your last seven Premier League games there. Plus, do you, was it? Is, did they thump you in the cup
1: last season? Yeah, that was the that was a, the Costa. Uh, he didn't bite someone. Did he? he did something stupid.
0: Oh, he got sent off, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah. Oh, we got sent off, and then he sort of went well, to that's give him a big
2: shocking
0: biting players. Jesse, imagine that. Yeah.
2: I cannot imagine (laughs) such a thing. Sometimes it happens because people are overwhelmed and, you know, they never... They just have a swelling coming out of their teeth. They stop!
1: (laughs) (laughs) It would be interesting with Lukaku, just because the the amount of rumours about him coming back to Chelsea... Never go back. Never go back, but, you know... How much loyalty would he have where he thinks, I need to bag loads of goals against Chelsea, or if, if that actually stops them winning the league, does that make my position more untenable?
0: I think Conte quite like it if he scored a few against him. I think he'd quite like that. Shows I don't think he'd like him. it, but I think, you know, if he scored no, a few... But it, but then it, it, yeah. it would be a good indication. Yeah. the top player is. If he went soft on purpose, then, yeah, I don't think he'd like that. and. You won this 5-0 at the bridge, didn't you, earlier in the season? You, he tried to match
1: your 3-5-2, did Ronald Koeman, and got absolutely stumped. Yes. I think, he well did. I think we could do it again. Everton have been a lot better since that. Um, that was in the middle of the run where no one really knew what to do with Chelsea just because it was all quite fresh and everyone thought, we need to copy their formation to, to counter the men in midfield. Yeah, And, and he, got it, he got it wrong on the night and Chelsea just came flying out. If we do that again... We should be fine. I think every single game is going to be 10th now, just because one bad result could easily mean we are losing the league. What do you think, Jesse?
2: Well, I would never say terrible things about you know somebody's team. That would just not be Oh, nice.
1: okay. Well, all right.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> but also, I think there's no way you guys are not going to win this. With the... the trajectory that that you've been on and with Conte and
0: I don't know I can see a sneaky draw it's a tough game
1: it's it's, it's a very tough game
2: I I think it's a tough game but I also think mentally Everton folds where Chelsea Mm. doesn't and I think that that's where the difference has been made
1: I mean are they playing for anything are Everton sort of is it Europa League places? Or are they yeah, the they're only or... two points from yeah, Arsenal. But... Okay.
2: I yeah, so... It, so... Yeah, but I don't know. I just, I can't see... I may be surprised, but I, I cannot see this going... not going Chelsea's way.
0: Diego Costa always comes up against a bit of... He gets a bit feisty against Everton, doesn't he? Do you remember... It was obviously like sending off last season and he kept having those coming together with Seamus Coleman, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And do you remember when he scored? He he scored
1: and he ran past him and yelled in his face. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I love seeing yeah, that. Got, he ran up to, I think Carmen had done something a couple of minutes beforehand. Yeah. Like he tried to like hold Costa up or he had a bit of Costa's in, and then Costa scored. And he just ran up to him and was like, yeah, that's right. And then ran off. <laughs> that's right, because Gary Neville was saying that Seamus Coleman should have given him a little punch in his ribs,
0: shouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it when played. I saw this to the Championship the other week on the um, football on five. I think it happened a couple of times when... Um, uh, a player sc- scored and then sort of yelled in the face of the goalkeeper that he just scored against
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the ultimate in meanness um, and Southampton they're at home to Hull so going back to Hull a little bit um, Manolo Gabbiadini's back he got an assist didn't he um, but Hull got gotten the ass back he won that red card appeal didn't he after last weekend mm. Mm. Um, can we see anything for Hull I mean
2: listen Sorry. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. The last 16 <laughs> Premier
0: League games involved in Southampton as an average of 3.4 goals.
1: Yeah, they are the scorer. Like, or they can see lot. They're never <laughs> sort of yeah. in the middle of it. They're never. It's never like a 3 3 or anything like that, or a 2 2. It's mm. normally one way or the other. Yeah. Sorry, Jesse, I interrupted you there.
2: No, I think that's the thing, is like they're they sort of all or nothing. And at this point they have everything to play for.
0: Hmm. Um, so you're going to go for, you're going to
2: go for Hull, are you? I, I just, uh, sentimentally, yeah.
0: You're feeling in your water.
2: Yeah. Is that where it is? That's where, that's where my feeling will be.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh Also, the other night, we had the Paul Dickoff derby. We had, uh, Arsenal one, Leicester City nil, a Robert Huth own goal. The, whole, the <laughs> own goal itself was quite hilarious, wasn't it? That was
2: it would have been better for me if it had gone the other way but I was just tickled that it happened because it was so funny
0: Okay, well look we'll talk about Sanchez and Christian Fuchs shall we Um, it was obvious that Sanchez wasn't hurt in the way that he suggested he might have been but Christian Fuchs was already on a yellow card I thought he should have got another yellow card He, he definitely
1: should have been booked for it
0: yeah yeah
2: why wasn't he? I kept waiting for a card.
1: Well, I think the referee just... was Maybe just couldn't believe what Sanchez was doing. I think he was too was busy, busy trying to stop, trying, you know, stop himself from laughing at Sanchez. <laughs> I mean, ha- have you seen Sanchez's Instagram post? No. Yes. He's and have put, you seen... He, he's put a picture of a, of a poor little cut on his lip. <gasps> he, oh, He says stop. it's difficult injury. And, and classic Robert Huth, yes. we were talking about pre-prod. Pre-prod? Pre-prod. pre-prod. Uh, pre-prod <laughs> That's work coming out there. Um What'd you do, workless prodding? Oh god. Uh he's he's put a response saying it's been a long week, but I think the rehabilitation's over and it's a tiny <laughs> little cut on his finger. And it's like the tiniest little graze on his finger.
2: <laughs> Alright, well Christian folks witness so I just didn't either they both should have been booked.
1: Yes. It was it was classic sort of shit halfway. This-
2: <laughs> yes, and they should have also been booked just for like tantruming and subsequent terrible acting because if you're going to if you're going to act and embellish do it well and like throw your arms up and roll around, don't just flop <laughs> I mean that's just not good. you're not gonna win a Tony for that. I don't know what your version of the Tonys are what award do you win
0: what's a tony it, it, or, the Broadway it's, thing right yeah.
2: <laughs> I've got no idea. You're
0: asking us about culture.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you
1: know we are.
2: <laughs> not, no one, no one on the West End is going to pick him up and put him in their their play based on that audition. I
1: mean, it it was very Rivaldo like oh, when yes. when he got the ball oh. kicked in in the corner. He, he went out. It was very much like that. Wait, it was. The thing is, I've watched the replay several times, and the delay between the ball hitting yes, him and him turning around, the and then him going, "Ooh, ow, that hurt." <laughs> Do you remember it when like, um,
2: it wasn't even "Ooh, it hurt"? It was "Ooh, I'm going <laughs> to fall on the ground now."
0: Do you remember when uh, AC Milan played at Celtic and that fan ran on the pitch and slapped Dida, and then Dida chased after him and then decided to fall on the ground? <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, <laughs> it was, ex-
0: that was. that's what it reminded me of when I saw it for the first time. I'm um, really
2: shocked that th- that neither one has been signed post match because they didn't get carded. It was just so stupid. It was so dumb on both of their ends. I think yeah, was, if, if
1: the referee puts it in their report, the FA can't do anything about it because the referees decided not to book them or something.
2: But haven't we seen cases where the FA will decide that we've seen it with Fellaini that you know they'll tack on like a three match ban or they'll they'll
1: it, I think if, if the red cards would have been given then the, then they have the ability to add in more but if the tackle's gone in or whatever's happened and the referee said I've seen it I've acknowledged it however I've not carded them apparently uh, the FA can't overturn that decision well, no, they, it effectively makes the report useless. Yeah they possibly. can but
0: they don't want to be seen to be overriding the referee. So next up for Leicester City it's the Forsfield derby as they play West Bromwich Albion um, where they've won three out of their last four visits there and West Brom have lost four out of their last seven games versus oh no in total so although they're still managing to be eighth where they are four points ahead of Southampton and 14 behind Everton
1: so they're they're finishing eighth yeah if Leicester
0: win this if Leicester win this they're safe aren't they yeah yeah um, And next up for Arsenal, it's the small matter of... Jesse. Yeah, it's not
2: a big deal, nothing, whatever, I'm not nervous, <laughs> it, it doesn't it's... matter, I'm not planning where I'm going to be at 11.30am Eastern Standard Time on Sunday, whatever, guys!
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a small matter for the North London Derby, because Spurs beat Crystal Palace <laughs> 1-0, thanks to that very nice um, oh. Christian Eriksson uh, goal. <laughs> it was an Eriksson, <laughs> but it was... <laughs> Yeah,
2: um, Sony Goren. I 78 minutes of pure bloody torture until that
1: goal. Because you, you were passing it round a lot, because I was watching the game, and you, you, but you weren't really creating much, from no. from what I remember. And it was I was sort of sitting there, like, please don't score, please don't score, please don't score. And then, <laughs> uh, because I was watching it on a stream, my friend like messaged me, what a goal, why Ericsson? I was like, oh, <laughs> it's currently 0-0 and Crystal Palace I have the possession, so <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> behind.
2: Um, it was, it was really a perfect, classic Christian Eriksen, you know, from far away, perfect bend goal. And you could, his, his celebration was, I think, more relief than anything else.
1: More than likely. Yeah. Yeah. Although Tottenham are in a bit of a difficult spot now. I mean, you know, they've got this whole thing and, and the news today is that, they're going to have to play at their favourite ground, Wembley, (laughs) quite a lot next season. God. You'd think they'd pick a different stadium in this right? Right?
2: I would only... I mean, I'm (laughs) speaking for me here, but I feel like I'm speaking for some percentage of Spurs fans when I feel like we'd rather play at, I I don't know, like whatever Cornish ground is closest to Chris's house. Oh, it's across
1: the the road. That'd be good. Right? Like... did did you think Daniel Levy signing that contract going this doesn't make any sense, why am I doing this we keep
2: losing Cosmos play at this ramshackle stadium in Brooklyn and I would gladly see if I could hook them up here and that makes more effing sense than playing at Wembley any other like Brighton had that had that contract to play three hours away from from home for those couple of years, can we not do that
0: yeah I don't think that was a choice though
2: it was not, but neither is Wembley.
0: Oh, the only other choice would have been Twickenham, of
1: course. That uh, makes yes. more sense.
2: Yes, sign. It makes more sense. I agree, Ryan. It's terrible. It's,
1: it, I just don't. If if you you know lost a uh, ground so much that wasn't home, in mean, it just wasn't because of your bad form or anything like that, why would you want to keep going back there?
2: It's also not conducive. Like it doesn't. I'm I'm having like a mind. I feel like I I need IT therapy, right? Do, do
1: you need a minute to like breathe I, and like I, go for it? I need
2: to take a moment, I need to plug in and restart. Yeah. Um, it's not a ground that feels like home. It doesn't. We don't play well there. You know, it's not comfortable. It's it's not. It's too big, um, and I don't like well, it. And no. I want to stay at my feet
1: because it, it the pitch is bigger, right? So is yeah. that is of due originally, I think when they were talking about that match of the day, they were sort of saying they may have the ability to change the pitch size for next right. season because they're, so they're doing eighteen games there. Which, if that's the case, would probably be better. But you're, Tottenham clearly can't play on a pitch that's a lot bigger than what they're used to.
2: Right.
1: I t- I right. And how do you sign it.
2: off on that before you know whether that's the case or not?
1: Yeah, just the whole thing just seems weird because what if you get to the FA Cup semi-final again next season? It means you're playing at home in the semi-final whereas the other team is playing away like you normally would. It, right. it just seems bizarre. Nothing to... makes
2: sense about this to me. It really doesn't.
1: The FA have screwed themselves up there, haven't they? Well, no, the Spurs have
0: screwed themselves up, not the FA. Well, yeah. Yeah. But... yeah.
2: Still, Brian,
0: massive lull <laughs> next season.
1: Oh, yeah, it'll be great every week. <laughs> Jesse, you'll be on every week like saying how bad it is. Yeah, Great, I look forward to your relegation battle it. next year. <laughs>
2: I, again, I have to go. There are things that I have to do, like <laughs> drinking. Uh, no, terrible. We will make it work because I don't know. We well, will? Look,
0: give, give us a prediction for the uh, David Bentley no! Derby. Oh, the
1: David Bentley <laughs> Derby. nice.
0: Yeah, I nearly oh. said Derek, but Didn't that was somebody else.
2: did go and open a restaurant? Wasn't there some story? that yes, he, he, he did. Something?
0: He lives in Spain. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, he has great hair, but, Chris, whose hair is better? Mine. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know.
0: You give me a, Are you going to say another name? Or...
1: <laughs> That's a big question.
2: <laughs> Toby.
1: Oh, uh, God, that bloody
0: podcast of yours. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? I found that first... You can give a little plug at the end. The first one was fascinating. The second one was just like the inner wanderings <laughs> of really, your I, mind.
2: Was, I didn't know I was going to do it, so it was really just, you know... You catch me off guard, and the only thing I'm prepared to do is is tell you how much I love every member of the team. I, I just wasn't ready for anything else. I like his hair.
0: They should form a band.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I turned into a twelve year old. You know when they yeah. sort of show
0: a sort of a close up of Homer Simpson's head, and it's the monkey playing the symbols.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was me.
0: That was you in that podcast. Could be worse.
2: <laughs> um, what will happen? I think we're going to lose.
0: You think you're going to lose? Where is it?
2: Yeah.
0: It's at White Hot Lane, isn't
2: it? Yeah, but it, there, look, it's it's going to be a it's going to be an echo of what happened at the end of last season.
0: Oh, please, yes.
2: I <laughs>
0: <chef>, love that. <laughs> all of you,
2: great. <laughs> yeah, get me another fan, quickly. Yeah, um, there's too much pressure. And, and the pressure's on us. And yes, Arsenal have pressure, but it's not the same thing right now. And we don't, as I keep saying, I, I love this team and I could, you know, tell you 97 million reasons why that have nothing to do with hair. Cause that's the 98th reason, but we don't have depth. So if I don't want to say when, cause I don't want to jinx it that much. Somebody gets injured or, you know, something happens, we're absolutely totally screwed. Wow, I'm and when one of our players has an off day, which happens, we're not yet great at like stepping in to fix it. I don't love Vincent Jensen; He hasn't found his place yet in the team. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't have good feelings.
1: Are you, are you telling me the £30 million star man, Sizoko, is not a great depth <laughs> player for your team? He might have other things on his <laughs> mind this week as well. What, what,
0: um, he got yeah. I didn't. Quite taxing things on his mind. Oh
2: yeah.
0: Oh god. Yeah. Hello. Oh god, guys. Oh, we got the NYPD outside. Oh, shit. The yeah, they're coming for
2: Sookie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Still very exciting, isn't it?
2: The police? Yeah. Nothing happened in Cornwall. No. <laughs> I don't <laughs> notice when the sirens go by anymore. Do you know
0: what? The, if you go to our local uh, newspaper website, there was an article today. Um, a sheep that had got a bucket stuck in its head had gone missing, and the police <laughs> were looking for it.
2: Oh, you know, I'm going to start saying this on every podcast, but if anybody wants to marry me for citizenship, I will take it. Because that just sounds so lovely and relaxing.
0: Well, yeah, that's fine. My current marriage has been going on for 15 years. I'm quite happy to yeah, put no, that Yeah, no, I don't on, want so. to mess
2: with you and your wife. You, son, you guys sound really happy together. <laughs> So, anyone else, um, it's me and my dog, so you'll have to take both of us. Uh, but otherwise, you know. I'll...
1: Ryan, it's not too late.
2: It's,
1: <laughs> very... <laughs> <laughs> it, it's worrying that you're, like, pimping yourself out to the listeners? <laughs> like, no, yeah, well, uh-huh. the
2: listeners know what's going on in, in my country right now, so I feel like they'll understand.
0: Yeah. yeah. Where would you rather be, Ryan? In yeah. a crappy New York or a crappy Northampton? <laughs> oh, that's tough. There's no Wixie Park in New York.
1: That's true.
2: And <laughs> we don't have chocolate frogs.
1: No,
0: you don't that's have Freddo's.
1: That yeah. That's... You've just sealed right? the decision. I, know. I, I need Freddo's in my life. Now
2: everyone understands why I need to get out of here. You need Freddo's. Sheep with she buckets on their heads and chocolate frogs.
1: Honestly, it was the top bloody story. I, <laughs> <laughs> the only story on my local web, <laughs> local newspaper website today was about traffic jams and <laughs> accidents. <hacks. laughs> Our oh, people love traffic got, jams.
2: If if... A sheep with a bucket on its head were driving the car that caused the accident. It wouldn't make it to my <laughs> river.
1: Yeah, well, and this one it was because the traffic jam was caused by a foreign lorry. Oh,
2: bloody foreign so lorry!
1: It was. For, I tell you, I had a very. Upstay, they, I had a bit of a you know finger wag. Yeah, America the foreign hates lorry.
2: foreigners too right now, so yeah. it's all right. We get it.
1: Yeah, it's all happening over here too. See. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, look, we'll come back to some Premier League games in a minute. Uh, oh, I think we should cheer up with the, um, the Coupe de France, shall we, Jesse? Did you see this? I didn't. What happened? PSG 5, Monaco new Edison Cavani.
2: Oh, oh, I did see because of Edison Cavani, who got a new contract. Yay. Oh, did
0: you like his goal?
2: Yeah, it was uh, pretty good, guys. Are you going to tell me how great it was?
0: Uh, cross comes in and he lets it go between his legs and he sticks out his right leg and a cheeky little side foot back heel as he's gone behind his body into the far corner
2: i have to say i was a little worried it was gonna like he was gonna fall down because didn't it seem like he was gonna
1: (laughs) no i I, I did see a great cavani tweet the other day about his, his new contract and it sort of said, I wonder if Cavani spurned several chances before t- he <laughs> signed that new contract.
2: Yeah, I know. Well, he gets a little klutzy. But when he makes it work, it's it's beautiful. That goal was, was great. <laughs> I need great.
1: to see that because that sounds amazing. It it, amazing. You should. You should have a look at the
0: highlights. Because it was 5-0. Um, so you should have a look at the highlights. But He's I think, so to cool. be fair, Monaco arrested an, uh, arrested an awful lot of players. So it was kind of like sort of kicking a blind man's stick watching PSG go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh the German Cup Bayern Munich lost three two at home to Brussia Dortmund. Um Penroll Jesse, do you want to talk about that? Oh no. Alright. <laughs> we'll leave that too. <laughs>
2: um So Penarol had a had a great first half, a terrible second half, and I feel like This is the Copa gonna...
0: Libertadores, wasn't it?
2: Yes. Um and then that's not what anybody's going to talk about because horribly and shamefully, um, everyone, fans and players, got into. Uh, I don't even know what's called a brawl. Yeah. Um.
0: Well, it was it was everyone versus Felipe Melo, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. And so Felipe Melo said after the last match that a Benidol player, he didn't say who, racially abused him, which there is zero excuse for ever, ever, ever. However, when (laughs) they went back and looked at all the video and audio from the match, um, they didn't find anything. When he said it had happened, they looked at that audio and it didn't happen. So, again, nobody should ever be racially anything, you know, profiled or abused, but nor should you lie about it. Or... Be Philippe Mello mellow, and taunt people or punch them. Um, if, however, you get taunted or punched, you sh- I feel like I'm talking to my preschoolers. You should not respond by punching them back and like attacking them. And this is t- I. I'm so sad that this happened. We talked about this before. Or
0: using the corner flag as a sword. <laughs> it
2: was it was embarrassing and shameful and horrible. And it's the only thing that people are going to talk about. And I feel like now. You know it happened in this like incredible historic stadium, and I and I feel like this is tainting Uruguayan football, and it's tainting South American football, and it's it's like this like horrible stain on on a thing that like I love and and should be a safe like exciting place to go, and it's not anymore.
1: I recommend you Google this, Ryan, just to become as equally outraged. I, I tell you, I'm, I'm just scrolling through all the news things, and one of it is the Panarol fight after yeah. the. Finals yeah, was you seven should watch that and long. be yeah, all seven it's minutes awful. of it. yeah,
2: it's absolutely. They had to usher the Palmeiras players into the the tunnel. They and like cordon them off for safety. It's a it's a really awful thing.
0: I watched it twice, and I was outraged both times.
2: It's just
1: bizarre. It all just kicks off. Hmm. Damn. Yeah. Uh
0: weekend games coming up in Europe. Um it's the Rome derby. On Sunday Ooh. lunchtime if you've got BT Sport run. I do have BT win. Sport. You do? Yeah, Rome is going to win. Yeah. Well, so. um, Rome are very Spursy though. I can see them
2: <laughs> in <cocking laughs> I mean, the ten, in the Rome derby
0: Rome is going to win. ha I I the section entitled stuff I nick from other podcasts. Um <laughs> did you did you know that 32% of the current playing roster in Serie A were not born when Francesco Totti made his debut?
2: Wait, oh how old God. does that make them?
0: Uh, well, he made his debut in 94. So 32% oh. of all Serie A players weren't born when he started playing.
2: God, that's terrible.
0: Yeah. That's the bad thing. Um, that's an amazing statistic, isn't it? It's also Inter versus Napoli on Sunday night as well. Ooh, that'll be fun. Yeah, well, Juventus were struggling for a little bit tonight against Atalanta, but they won, I think, 2-1. That's what I was seeing. Um, It's the Catalan derby in Spain. Uh, Espanyol versus Barcelona. Plus, you've got Madrid versus Valencia. I think they're both level on points after last weekend's Clasico, but Madrid have got a game in hand. Um, That was a good little game, wasn't it? That Clasico.
2: Yeah, I feel like it's it's exciting now in Spain that things aren't as top heavy as they've been in recent years
0: yeah oh um oh what did i see somebody has joined tony adams on the coaching staff
2: me no it's not
1: somebody that'd really... be i'll tell you what that'd be a scoop and a half
0: <laughs> oh i'm gonna have to look this up it's someone very very random
1: i mean he he needs all the help he can get but i don't think it's gonna work for him there it, how is what, he lost three and three He's oh, not done well. Listen, and they're not, be like, they've not be scored, have pace. they? They've not scored, no. It's all that dancing and training that I saw <laughs> doing. Apparently, stuck on that, <laughs> really well.
2: that was
1: great. <laughs> it's all that um,
0: rescuing of the bears he did.
2: I, it, listen, as long as he's rescuing animals, I give him leave to stay there as long as he wants.
1: Yeah? Want well, to get them relegated several yeah. times. <laughs> it's worth it. Uh oh, I can't see,
0: I can't find a person. Um also coming up this weekend in France it is uh third v second as Nice take on PSG. Uh Nice are six points behind PSG, got eighty points. Uh, they are level with Monaco who play to lose at home. Um so it's basically the only time they'll ever play to lose. Ha <laughs> ha Um <laughs> completely unrehearsed that <laughs> Sat in front of the mirror early, didn't? <laughs> <laughs> a little, yeah. I was holding a hairbrush as if I was singing. <laughs> um, so yeah, it looks like Monaco are going to go marching on. I think they played a very, very weakened side um, in the Coupe de France the other day.
2: Yeah, and you have to wonder, like the the emotional after effects of the bombing
0: for Monaco. you got the helicopter right now. What's I say? What is this?
2: I know. Yeah, it actually is a helicopter.
1: Is it like Narco's <laughs> where you are? Are <laughs> you just completely, like, you know, drowned out to all this? You're just like, oh yeah, there's a helicopter, this is.
2: Yeah, you know. I, I wouldn't have realised Every day. Out,
1: but I see it now. See, so if, if a helicopter came down in my area, I'd be like, my god, this is the biggest thing I've ever. This biggest need I've heard all year. Yeah. <laughs> is this like <laughs> a regular occurrence in New York, I something? It's just. It yeah, is, helicopter.
2: No, for real, it is.
1: Oh my god. So what would, he, becomes... <laughs> what would he be after?
2: No, he's probably like I don't know, getting news or or
1: just looking around.
2: Right, probably. I don't know. Or Trump is bombing us. I, I. It's one or the other.
0: You just can't discount anything.
2: Yeah, but it's pretty, it's probably just filming like uh, the traffic going yeah. to the tunnel.
0: It's hard with the weather. It's raining, four hundred <laughs> degrees
2: down here. <laughs> hey, that's sort of how like I sounded when you guys did my voice. <laughs>
1: yeah, we did <weird> that.
0: <laughs> Other uh, Premier League games coming this weekend. Stoke at home to West Ham. Can we get excited about this one? Yes. Go on then. You get excited about it for us.
2: I get excited every time there's a chance that Peter Crouch will score a goal. I cannot help it. The robot. It's just... I And I'm I'm excited that Peter Crouch is still playing. I love him.
0: Uh, yes, I find it very... You can't really dislike him, can you?
2: No. I, in, I, in I, I, no, Ryan, you can't dislike Peter Crouch. No, I don't. I, I, I was say. In fact, you should invite him to your wedding.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just we we'll getting have to get new doors for it like, all the end people will just like walk into them. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, Stoke, where Stoke, they are in 11th place, West Ham are in 14th. Um, Mark Hughes' next one in the Premier League will be his 150th.
1: Oh. Mm. The, see, the good thing about watching Stoke is you never know, Shaqiri might just score something outrageous. Oh. Yes, I do love Zern and Shaqiri. So good. I remember when we were linked with him. But, you know, Shakir is still just ridiculous. Yeah, I remember when we were linked with him.
0: And it was just... Oh, it was when he was at Basel and he went to... He went to Bayern Munich instead of coming to us. No, it was when he was at Bayern Munich and he went to Inter instead of us, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very annoying. Um... Stately West Ham. I'm going to go for a draw on this one. I think.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably about right.
0: Yeah. Um, Crystal Palace versus Burnley. Right, no Sacco. He's injured now. Joey Barton is suspended for this <laughs> and quite a few other things for Burnley for about the next eighteen months or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, now he has been found guilty of betting, uh, which you're not allowed to do. Uh, but also bets involving his teams.
1: Is that right? When it, it, yeah, he bets on his own team. Yeah. To win, and then that he loses anyway because he didn't play very well. Two things I got from this. Sort of sees the point.
0: T- yeah, two things I got from this. First of all, um, one is he's obviously got an, an addiction and a problem which he needs help with, so maybe punishing him and giving him a whole lot more spare time isn't the way forward. Um, <laughs> and second of all, uh, football's relationship with gambling in itself with the Premier League and... Several clubs sponsored by uh, or have betting partners.
1: What? What's the number? I saw something like, I think it was like seven clubs or it was something. 11, I think. Is it 11 have betting sponsors? Which yeah. It, it's very hypocritical that the FA be like, don't bet. I'm like, but you're encouraging. And then we've got yes. Ray Winston's head telling us to Anytime bet. Anytime
2: well. you, like, all yeah. of my streams are sponsored by betting companies. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and as Chris here, you know, you get uh, an actor's face telling you at half what on, what to bet on. Yeah,
2: yeah. and all, and all of the yeah. stadiums, like their their advertising panels, are so often flash with betting things.
1: Yeah, Ooh. isn't one of the stadiums? Isn't it? Is it? Which one's? Is there bet a betting six five? Six, five <laughs> stadium. <laughs> yes. Which? Yeah. So the whole thing. Maybe they Maybe Joe Barton wasn't using the right betting site. Maybe that's <laughs> what the <face> problem really <laughs> is.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so...
1: eighteen months is a very very long time. It, it seems potentially a little bit too harsh. He oh, uh, shouldn't be doing it, but eighteen months seems very random. Is it because he want they want to cover this season and next? Could be I, career ending. He's thirty four. As I, I was gonna say, I don't really see him coming back to to play afterwards. Someone said he's got a lot of time to write his next book. Yeah, which so, is you know, going to
2: be about
1: it, his his life. He he's, done done right, he's done that. he's done that. He hasn't done that by when he plays for Celtic. My oh, family
2: and animals. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I mean, he's got a very checkered career and he's been involved in a lot of things and I don't know whether they've used that as a bit of a stick to beat him with, but I don't know, punishing someone by taking away their livelihood, is that the, the best thing to do?
2: I mean... What well, if you were real?
0: You need you need help rather than punishment.
2: I think you guys are right. I think getting him help definitely. And I think that looking at the sort of endemic system behind the the, the league and and how much betting is promoted and and how much the league depends on it.
1: I think six yeah. months would would have been a fairer sort of suspension or six months of. Active competitions, because obviously you can't really do six months because a lot of the Premier League, you know, the Premier League won't be on during the summer. But maybe you say 10, 15 games instead of 18 months. So it's still a prolonged period of time, but during that time, he can still train, he can still get help that he needs, but he almost like, it's, they've cut his football off. He should have he just can't. called him a Negrito and got an eight game ban. Yes, there you go.
0: Yeah, I mean. But, yeah. It, it's kind of like they stick their finger in the air and come up with these punishments sometimes, isn't
1: it? Oh, the FA are so inconsistent with, with everything they've done. Yeah. I mean, it, this season's been such a bizarre thing with, with refereeing decisions, with sort of just the FA and how they handle each of those decisions. It, I just don't get who's running the place or what they... Yeah, it is as you said, they're just like, oh, what have they done? Oh, we gave five games to this person last time. Uh, ten games for this person? that's well, not relevant nah 10 games is fine <laughs> yeah exactly. I'll compromise at 8 there you
0: go. <laughs> uh, so how do you think we're going to get on with this game uh, Burnley have lost 13 out of 15 games
1: in London Crystal Palace have been playing quite well recently I, I think they they struggled a little bit against Tottenham but I mean I thought they played alright considering Zaha's looking very very dangerous every time he picks up the ball yeah
2: did we say Burnley so, saved Jesse we did say Burnley are safe. I don't know—is that mathematical? Like, are they definitely safe, regardless of what happens?
0: No, they're five points ahead of Swansea. Who occupy the last place? The four games don't left.
2: No, I, I also would give this one to Palace. Burnley
0: yeah.
1: could get dragged in very quickly.
2: They yeah. could
0: do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They could do. I mean, they—they're they're relying on that home form, aren't they?
1: Which can they get yeah. you so
0: far? So, you know, there's only a finite amount of points you can get from playing at home
2: from home games. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I will not miss Sean Dyche's annoying voice if they do go down there. No. <laughs> every time he comes on to match today, I just, like, mute.
0: Imagine him talking tenderly to his wife in the bedroom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thanks for that image. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: um, uh. Sunderland could go down this weekend. Good, and I hope they never, ever come back. And they are playing Bournemouth. Um there's a variety of different combinations. So where are they? They are on um, 33 games, so 15 points is the most they can get. So uh most they can possibly get is 36 points. So if they don't win uh, and Swansea win and Hull win, then they're down. Or Hull get a point and Swansea win, they're down. I just hope that like one yeah, of those
2: SAT it's... questions oh. where, like, if the train leaves the station <laughs> at... That... <laughs> Then Hull will go down. I, yeah, I just, I always want Sunderland to lose.
1: Yeah. I can't wait until it's confirmed that they're going down, I think.
2: What th- will happen to their play? Like, you know,
1: who... Oh. There's only two real players that I think would would get a, a chance to play in, in a sort of fairly high team It's Defoe, and it's probably Pickford. Yeah, I think Pickford I definitely will, will get a shot somewhere it. else. And Dong? Yeah. You know, there's not many players in Sunderland that, that get people excited or anything like that. defoe so been...
2: How old is Defoe now? 34?
1: I'm trying to think where he'd go after this point.
2: He's still. been playing... I, this, I mean, crazily, considering that he's 34 and that he's at Sunderland, he's... He's so good. <laughs> he's still so good.
0: I think maybe he would stay because he's... Th- Do you know what? As well, on a personal level... You've got the Bradley Lowry factor because they both seem very, very close to each other, don't they? Yeah. because oh, seems... I would
2: say otherwise I could see him going to the MLS.
0: But... Well, no, you see, he seems to want to go out of his way to spend time with this boy, doesn't he? Which is very honourable and a very decent thing to do. So I don't know. Maybe he would stay in and around the North East. I don't know.
1: It's he's a tough one. I mean, I'm just, Sunderland is just such a horrendous club. That he, I, he needs to leave to, to keep his reputation. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, Josh King. Josh King, everyone's favourite name, Norwegian. Um, <laughs> I never knew he was Norwegian with a name like that, but apparently no. he is. I've been watching too much of The Last Kingdom, Ryan, I think. That's probably what it is. No, he probably, yeah. Have you seen oh, that?
1: No. Great. Um,
0: he's scored 14 goals, uh, and only one Norwegian has ever got the 15 in a Premier League season, and that is... Anybody? sorry, Andre Flo. No. Um, Tori uh,
1: Flo. Oh, no. He was
0: great. <laughs> he was amazing.
2: He was a
1: really good player. He wasn't a prolific goal scorer though was he? He should have <sighs> I remember him coming as <laughs> Jesse, Jesse, oh, you guess? Would... Oh,
2: no. I'm trying to think through my Norwegians. I think I
1: know think kind of who it is maybe now. Go on. I'm just double checking is it Solskjaer? It is. Bloody Tori uh... Andre Flo. <laughs> nice try. Honestly, I love Clarence. Yeah. Like, do you know amazing. what? Winston Bogard isn't
0: the highest scoring Dutchman in the Premier League
1: either. No, well, listen. Flo <laughs> was a He's good If I ever do pieces of me, yeah, it'd be really like Flo Hasselbank. Well, like oh, tell, tell Ali. Tell Ali. He'll get you on there. No, uh, I think... I've got to wait for Good Johnson to retire because I really want to put Good Johnson in my team, but he hasn't retired yet, even though he's like forty-two. Oh, I think,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, think for po- I think man of the post, I think man of the post are still persona non grata after being Ross nominated. Mark Viduka and Kevin Gallant. Well,
1: yeah, as I said, the Kevin Gallant thing's probably you know broken everything. <laughs> I,
2: Viduka was great.
1: I, yeah, I thought that was a pretty good show actually. Mark Viduka.
2: This looks I, like,
0: I, I thought Mark Viduka was so good back in the day. This looks like Jamie Oliver though. <laughs> You should go on there as well, Jesse.
2: I t- I, my team would make... I would have two goalies and... That's
1: fine. You, you know, the backup.
2: It would need a backup. It would make no sense. And I feel like Ryan... I feel like I, I need Diego Lugano to retire. And he's still kicking around in South America. Um,
1: this is the problem. There's so many players that I'd want to put in. I'll I do a quick Google and I'm like, they're like playing for some random team. Oh, yeah. For the sake.
2: That's oh, the yeah. thing. I'm like, Lugano. Give it up already. Come on. Nobody needs you in the third division in El Salvador. I'm so, I know you love the game, but I, I need to do this, you know, hour long podcast.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. Two years' time, Zabi Alonso, Buffon Mascherano, and De Rossi will all be retired. My team will be completely oh, different. Alonso. Did
2: you see that Xiaobi wants to manage? The 2022 Qatar World Cup team. Yes. Come on. Oh, did
0: you see having Ma- Mascarano scored a goal this week?
2: Yeah, he
0: Scored a penalty, didn't he? Look, <laughs> I, I saw Beautiful
1: a pra-
2: penalty.
1: Rakitic wanted the penalty, and I think PK came up to him and said, no, no. no Mascarano. Did you see Suarez's, Suarez's
2: reaction to the penalty? No. Huh? no? Everybody, ha- hold up. You have to look, Google Suarez's reaction to Mascherano's goal. It is the best. I this think
1: is the best. The okay. best reaction to a goal would have been at the weekend, Jesse. And did you see Kurt Zuma when Matic scored? No. Oh uh, yeah, I haven't seen that? No. Oh my god. So, <laughs> Kurt Zuma's a bit of a kid anyway. And and I don't wanna like, you know, bring up bad memories for you. But when Matic scored and yeah, starting that ridiculous goal, it cut to like Kurt Zuma and he's like screaming, Oh my god And he's like <laughs> freaking <laughs> out And like John Terry's behind him and you know everything's going
0: mad John Terry's mum we've not talked about her in the podcast yet (laughs) oh (laughs) isn't
1: it no it's not it's it's a
0: woman of the night that looks like her you've watched this repeatedly and double checked haven't you yeah I I did
1: the fact finding (laughs)
0: for you well look we've got one more game to go Watford versus Liverpool this of course is the John Barnes derby uh, the greatest Liverpool player ever um Lallana's Dejan back Lovren for...
2: got a new contract.
0: Yeah, I'd still rather play John Barnes now than Dejan Lovren now. <laughs> <laughs> <What a> Defence. <laughs> Honestly, he could just stand at the back and well he'd stand in midfield in the centre circle and just spray passes continuously. God, it would be, <laughs> be fantastic to watch.
2: Chris, are you still? Are, are you? In the are past? you backing? <laughs> are you still backing Klopp?
0: Oh yes, definitely. Okay. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um. It's only been 18 months, hasn't it? It's just that
2: there are there are some who are, uh, you
0: know, disillusioned. Yeah. Yes. It's frustrating, yes. Uh, he needs to be able to teach a team to defend. Uh, but first things first, who else are we going to get out of there? Second of all, God, we're just so bloody lucky to have him. We really are. Um, I can't see like, why somebody would want to get you, rid of him. You'd have no know. one
1: else to get... He... Yeah. Stephen Gerrard would probably be a bloody manager. <laughs> oh, God,
0: <laughs> Do you know what? There would be. People, I'm sure there are Liverpool fans who would want Stephen Gerrard ahead of. You you well, know, Alex
2: Hardew, I, I feel like is Liverpool.
1: Oh, God, <laughs> well, Stephen Gerrard is going to be the under eighteen manager. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Oh, I did see something actually. Chris, did you know what? What was yesterday the anniversary of? of yeah. Again, anniversary? Ryan is muted.
0: Again, Ryan is muted. Ah, oh, so you know what it is now. I remember exactly. Yes, so I don't. I don't. You don't really want to. I think it was Colin Render that tweeted me and told me he's a long time listener. Oh, is that uh,
1: Yeah. Um, th- three years ago yesterday was the, the uh, Stephen Gerrard slip where Liverpool, you know, oh, eventually winning the title next year na, and, and they slipped in. And <laughs> then the bus slipped in and scored. It was great. You yeah. know,
2: Chris, now we've each had something mean said about our team. Oh. What did you say about Chelsea?
1: Well, you what? said something about Cotter already, Jesse, so you know that, I that's... I tweeted the other day,
0: I tweeted the other day, say it very quietly, but I quite like this Chelsea team.
1: I didn't see oh, that. You did you not? Know? it so quietly <laughs> yeah. that my Twitter didn't pick it up. <laughs> no, I do, I do quite like them. Oh, okay. quickly,
2: move on to something else. i thumbs
1: at the screen, but you know...
0: <laughs> uh, Troy Deeney, uh has scored against 41 opponents but he's never scored against Liverpool so uh, Liverpool won 6-1 at Anfield earlier in the season um, and Watford have lost 5 out of the last 6 versus Liverpool we need this win to get back on the Champions League track I don't want to talk about this because it's just going to be so stressful
1: I think you'll be I think you'll be alright
2: yeah, yeah you're, you're going to be fine you, well, said you, said you make us guess uh, sorry you make us guess and Watford don't. Uh, Watford do really well against lower teams, and they don't do well against teams like Liverpool.
1: Troy Deeney versus Dejan Lovren. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, the
2: thing is,
1: when you just said Troy Deeney against forty-one people, he never scored against Liverpool. The, my first thought was Troy Deeney hat trick. <laughs> I don't know what. I just just the way said it just led really well. Yeah, I've been thinking about that for a little while. Uh, well. I think I think you'll be. I mean, Coutinho is playing really, really well. Uh, I think. Klopp obviously, yeah, you need the win to, to sort of keep your Champions League sort of drive going. I don't know if Klopp will let you lose it again so mm. after, so quick after the Palace loss. I think you'll probably be all right. I, I, it's going to be a tight game, but Watford have been a bit meh mm. so it, it's difficult really. And where where game. are you playing? Uh, it's a Vicarage Road.
2: I think you guys will be fine. I really do. I think this might be a higher scoring game because that's what you tend to do.
0: I don't want high scoring games.
2: But I, I was going to say, you'll bite your nails down to
1: stuff. <laughs> Every time they get a free kick or a corner, you're going to be thinking, ah, oh, for God's sake. Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, look, that brings us to the end of our little roundup. Um, and unless anyone's got any other business, that brings us to the end of the podcast, Ryan. Uh, I would just wanted to
1: did anyone see anything about Lee Trundle? No, what's he doing? Yeah. Swansea City legend, mm-hmm. went to this post, Lee Trundle came out of retirement in August to sign for a Welsh Football League two-division side. Since then, he's scored 45 goals in 26 games. Whoa, it wasn't a bad player, including, actually. Including eight hat-tricks, and he's helped them win promotion. God, that's like what? New star soccer.
2: How old is he, is he?
1: 40. Ah!
2: Amazing!
1: Yeah, 45 goals, into, and one of them was an absolute screamer. Does he still look about thirty? I don't know. (laughs) I remember him always looking really young. Jesse,
2: I found um, an MLS player who I just love because he has such a great story. But also, his name is Baggio, Baggio Husidic, because he was named after Roberto Baggio.
0: The ball I'm landed in his back, great. his dad's back garden. Is that what it was?
2: He he had a great ponytail. I don't know when he was <laughs> born, but I I love that they gave him the first name Baggio.
0: Oh, definitely. Um, any podcasts you want to plug?
2: Um, no, only the one where I where I talk so um articulately and eloquently about my love for Tottenham Hotspurs.
1: Yeah, but only that one. I prefer the other one to be honest. <laughs> As I said, that, that doesn't that doesn't invite me in to listen to it really. I mean...
2: um, yes, Ellis Palmer, uh, let me muddle through this weird case of third-party ownership or not. Th- somehow third-party ownership in a second division team in Uruguay and it's super fascinating and and confusing. Um, and I tried to make sense of that one and we are still talking Mexican soccer and MLS every week.
0: Yeah. I mean you were you were the one. That was pretty good because it wasn't just about that team. You went into all sorts of detail about football in Uruguay, didn't you?
2: I did. Yeah, he had some really great questions and it's um you know it's a really footballing history. Thanks to you guys for for bringing it to us um way back when.
0: I saw we we took it everywhere, didn't we?
2: Yeah, it was a, it was a good gift got, to the world.
0: And then you got better than it than us. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so we wanted to take it away, but it was too late. <laughs> yeah. We would have well, syn- you know,
2: you, you, brought us, you brought us football and uh, killed our natives, and so we needed to do something in return.
0: Yeah, we should have given you cricket.
2: <laughs> you did that too. It just didn't take.
0: Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's your loss. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, really? Not a cricket fan? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, well, look... Um, we are part of the World Football Index, which is worldfootballindex.com and at World Football Light. Now, over the next few weeks, uh, they will be launching a paid service. Now, you don't actually have to pay to um, uh, to keep listening to World Football Index. You will still get the free content that gets downloaded onto iTunes and to uh, Acast, if you're right. Um, but a few quid thrown our way will also help. So... Uh, you can pay £2 a month to uh, help contribute to our podcast hosting fees, website fees and other general running uh, of the pod. Buy Dave um, some coffee as well because he edits about 80 hours worth of podcasts a week. Um, you can pay £5 a month to become part of the World Football Index. Or oh, These are dollars actually, sorry, not pounds. Uh, $5 a month to become part of the World Football Index community so you gain access to an exclusive private Facebook group. Uh, you can be a WFI insider. So you can chat to experts like Jesse, uh, free from the noise of other sort of uh, public oh God, areas as well. that's not going
2: to get anybody to want to. You can chat with lots of other experts at well, don't worry.
0: <laughs> yeah. We'll send you Manu. He's an expert at everything. Um, and you also can join the community list and you get a follow back on Twitter if WFI doesn't do it already. Uh, $10 a month will get you all the previous as well as uh, any questions you submit will be answered on your favorite WFI pod. Um, And you'll also get access to uh, the Manager Press Conference audio. They're pretty good, actually, the Manager Press Conference. These post Premier league games. Um, And the final one is the £15 a month contribution, where you get all of the above. Plus, you receive a copy of a book of your choice from the World Football Index book list. Um, The book has to be in stock, unfortunately. So uh, pick your list, but they normally do. Uh, And if you look at that list, then um, you've got a list of one, two, three, four, five, six. There's at least 12... Books on this list, so uh, check that out at worldfootballindex.com uh, at World at worldfootballlife. If you want to ask them any questions on Twitter, um, and I think it's the same for the Instagram account. Ryan, if they want to follow you on Twitter, how do they do that?
1: My handle is the Ryan Goodman.
0: Jesse,
2: if they want to follow you, uh, at Jesse Loesch.
0: That's l-o-s-e-h
2: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um at Man of the Post is the both the Twitter account and the Instagram account for Man of the Post. Uh you can tweet us any feedback there. Uh if you want to write for us then uh you can email uh Chris at man of the post dot com. Uh Ryan, how's your mental West Brom Chelsea FM thing uh, going?
1: I tell you what, it it's actually terrible. No I, you don't I, say I, no, no just it's season was alright and uh just I tried it, I played Southampton in the first game and we lost 5-0. So, safe to say I'm back on the drawing board on that one. (laughs) Who would have thought that wouldn't work? (laughs) Fair enough. Right, well, thank you ever so much, guys. Cheers.
2: Thanks, guys.
0: No worries. Thank you for coming on and always remember to keep your man in the post.